Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Ooh, child. All right. And this is Monday. This is Monday, 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 Monday. Jeremiah, how was your weekend? Um, I spent this weekend down, you know, in the A, celebrating. We're not celebrating. Yeah, celebrating my brother's wedding. Yeah. My last brother got married. And I was the best man, apparently. Didn't know until I got here. So, you know, some big shoes to fill. <laughs> Wait. I thought there's like all these like pre-wedding expectations of a best man. I'm glad I didn't know either. I'm glad I found out late. Um, but yeah, like all of my brothers, we all were the groomsmen, which I knew. But I guess I didn't think about someone had to be the best man. And apparently it was me. Um, so I had to like hold rings. I had to give a speech. I said, oh, yeah, I didn't tell me none of this. I didn't tell me none of this. But it came out You good. had to do a we speech? A yes. You know, I'm not a speech person for real. Like sentimental speech. That's why I... That's why I was like, what? Well, how'd the speech go? I did. I'm, it went good. I did almost cry, man, still, surprisingly, during the wedding. I said, why am I emotional at this wedding? Now I'm about to cry up here. Why were you emotional at the wedding? I do not know. I honestly do not. I mean, maybe because it's like me, my brother that got married are like the age, maybe. I'm like, I don't, I really honestly do not know. And it's also just like a beautiful just wedding. I'm like, oh, this is very just beautiful. So maybe Black love? Place. Black love. Oh, we love to see it. Did they jump the broom? They didn't jump the broom, actually. I don't know why. Hmm. You know, I don't keep with all these black people. You know, they they probably like, that's a a slave ritual. We're not trying to hold on to that. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, child. I heard that Will Smith said he pushed it a little too far when he shot the Emancipation movie because he said he was really trying to experience the degradation of slavery. And I still haven't fully processed that yet, but I just wanted to say that to y'all. Because I'm trying to understand why somebody would be trying to experience the degradation of slavery. Also, why he felt like he pushed it too far in the movie. Not on the stage at the Oscars, but <laughs> but in the movie. Anywho, that was a dovetail. What do we got coming up today? Later today, we have Indictment Watch. It's on. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is expected to seek over 12 indictments against former President Donald Trump this week. Also, there's some mm. more Lizzo allegations and accusations. We got to get into that. And we got the big up let down. The big up is to Dwayne Wade. But D-Wade also got a let down, Amanda. We got to talk about that. <laughs> then we got 60 second headlines. Then <laughs> Tyrese is suing Home Depot for $1 million. And also, we got to talk about coming up next, this new gun for toddlers. I said the right. New gun for toddlers mm-hmm. not a water gun y'all not a bb gun y'all not a cap gun y'all a gun gun for toddlers <laughs> you know what we're gonna get into it later but let me let me preserve my anger because it don't even make sense to expel it all right now we got a show for you yes we do so make sure to stay connected with us 24 7 on all socials at seal said it 
Remember, you can also give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, if you have not gone to check out in amandawetrust.com, you can see this trailer for my new political comedy documentary that is coming out this Friday. It's only going to be available for two weeks, okay? It's only going to be available for two weeks, so you don't want to miss out. So go to inamandawetrust.com, drop your email in there so you can make sure that you are up on things when it comes up on things. All right, we'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn here on The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And let's get into this Black Year New. And so, coming soon to stores, there is an AR-15 for kids. It's called the JR-15. So, yeah, it's it's, it's an AR-15 assault rifle designed to look just like the it's Deadly Pheasant. But it's 20% smaller, but it's the real gun. The manufacturer, we won, and the company issued a statement saying, the gun is a, quote-unquote, youth training rifle for purchase by adults to introduce quote-unquote, hunting and shooting sports to the next generation of responsible gun owners. Um, Democrat lawmaker, Democratic lawmakers were especially appalled by We One's advertising strategy and slogan, get them one just like yours. These aren't tennis rackets, you know, where they have a smaller version of a tennis racket because it's a child and it's lighter and it's more compact like a child. There's no earthly reason why a toddler would need to start training with a gun, even if it is to hunt. Why is a child of three years old learning how to hunt animals? Why? It should be learning how to be compassionate. It should be learning how to care for animals. It should be learning how to connect with the earth. And unless you live on the plains and you are one of the plains Indians and you you rely on bison for your, for your sustenance, which by the way, These people were so treacherous that not only did they come through with the muskets and whatnot to slaughter the Indians, but they killed the herds of bison so that they wouldn't have their food source. The bison are only now in 2023, like starting to full, like their herd is starting starting to like fully be restored. That's just a side note. But I say all that to say, this is some psycho mess. And I don't know how this is. I, I just feel like we are living in such a, Comic book. I'm like, what Marvel movie are we in right now? Because this is dystopia, y'all. This right here is dystopia. Apparently, um, this came out last year. Like Nancy Pelosi, like showed the marketing materials on the House floor, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm, 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 this fluorescent clear troll, she suggested in a tweet that the children who died at Uvalde should have been armed with JR-15s. Her literal tweet said, at least they could have defended themselves since no one else did while their parents were held back by police. I want us to remember that Tamir Rice was killed by police in Ohio. He was 12 years old and they thought he had a real gun because he was sitting at a park and a white man called and said, there's a black kid playing with a gun at the park. The guy wasn't even at the park. He drove by. And the police drove up and shot him in cold blood. Mm-hmm. But 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 it's fine for there to be JR-15s. This is not a good idea. This should not be legal. I know some of y'all are like, nah, we got to start training our kids from young. We got to start training them from young. Listen, we got to start training our kids mentally from young. Okay? That's the first thing we do. Wax on, wax off. 
There's a reason why there's a, a while before you start engaging in, in fighting and combat, et cetera, because it's about the mind. <sighs> Anywho, I find this to be very disturbing and disgusting. And it is a reflection of this country, which is very disturbing and disgusting. Uh, what do you all think? one 855 8 That's one 262 Up next, we got your 60-second headline. So keep it like here so I can catch you up on what's going on in this uh, disgusting, deranged country. <laughs> this is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And if I'm being honest, your man's Jeremiah, like the Bible, was operating remotely today. And y'all, the Wi-Fi gods, they just wasn't with him, okay? They just wasn't with him. So you know what? I said, Jeremiah, go live your best life. I'm gonna take it from here. And so you all got me solo dolo for the rest of the day. And now it's time that we get into sissy second headlines okay first story Terry Young Allen the black woman from Houston who was held in Dubai for months after screaming during an altercation at a car rental agency has finally been allowed to return home apparently Ted Cruz I just don't even make me talk more about him and Congresswoman Sheila Jackson leave uh, they secured her freedom imagine being held in a whole other country for raising your voice because someone was trying to raise up on your things because that's what happened. Apparently her stuff was in the rental car and they wasn't trying to give it up. And so she said, oh, oh, oh. And she had to turn up and that volume uh, very quickly sat her down. Nonetheless, welcome home, sis. You are in the land of the free where you can yell at everybody and then fight your way out of a gunfight with a three-year-old holding an AR-15. Next up, a JR-15. Next up, story number two, Chris Tucker. He announces the legend tour, his first stand-up comedy tour in over a decade. The 30-city tour will kick off September 8th in North Charleston, South Carolina. It's very interesting that he wants to get back on the stage. I'm curious to see what the material is going to be like. Shout out to Chris and all my fellow stand-ups. I'm about to be getting on the stage again soon, too, so make sure you look out for that. We also got rescue crews working to identify many of the 93 victims found so far in wildfires in Maui. Y'all, this is... So devastating. Um, it's now the deadliest U.S. fire in over a century. And it's on, you know, it's on an island. There's only so place, so many places you can go. There's only so many ways that you can escape. And apparently the people, you know, they were not they were not given the proper ex, uh, evacuation information early enough. And here we are. So praying for Maui. And uh, also there's been a lot of um, folks donating to Maui. So we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Next up, after being sentenced to 10 years in prison for shooting and wounding Megan the Stallion, Tory Lanez maintains his innocence. Came on and said, in no way, shape, or form am I apologizing for the charges I'm being wrongly convicted of. Well, baby, we still trying to figure out what were you apologizing for when you called from the jail? Okay. So I don't know who or what is going on at this point, but who need to be apologizing is your lawyer if you're innocent. Because, baby, they, they locked you up. Last but not least, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin made his return to the football field this past Saturday in the Bills preseason opener win against the Indianapolis Colts. He made a fourth down tackle in the first quarter. So let's say, you know, so it's safe to say that he's back in action. That heart is strong, baby. Strong. That's your 60 second headlines. It ended up being longer than 60 seconds. But hey, what is it? What can I say? It's just me by myself. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We got Jeremiah like the Bible. He is in another world, in another space, another time right now. But you got me holding it down all day today. Now, first in Black Earth News, we got to talk about Tyrese Gibson. Now, y'all know I be laughing because Tyrese be on this internet acting a mess. But apparently, uh, he wasn't the one to be acting the mess this time. He is at Home Depot 
and alleges that he and two craftsmen that were with him, Eric Mora and Manuel Hernandez, they experienced outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling firsthand at the Home Depot store in West Hills. Y'all, I know that store. That is my Home Depot. So I'm really curious to hear what went down. We got some audio. Check it out. I was just in your store, ma'am. If you're going to talk to your manager, if you're going to talk to your manager, tell your manager the truth. I was just in the store and I gave my guys my credit card in front of your staff and team member and I walked off. Don't say that I'm not there with no ID. You can pull up the cameras. I was there five minutes ago. This is completely unnecessary what you're doing right now. So he was speaking very calmly. It sounds like he was at home at this point, but apparently the cashier refused to complete the transaction with the two craftsmen he was working with, despite the men getting Tyrese on FaceTime to authorize the transaction. And I guess the issue was that they felt like there was some type of like shady business going on, but I don't know. The thing about it is that these days, discrimination is so willy-nilly, wild a coyote that you have to push the envelope every time and say, no, 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 is this what it is? Is this what it is? And, uh, you know, he said that the Home Depot clerks purposely interfered with and refused to process the transaction based on the skin color of him and the two gentlemen working with him. So the fact, though, is that He's he's saying, okay, well, now I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to turn it up. Here's what he said when that happened. I don't have a racist bone in my body. And you know you got that racist energy all over you because you're not even willing to apologize, fix it, and point out the inconsistencies of what you know and your training and what the policies are. You're wrong. You're wrong, and I want your full name, and I'm gonna reach out to the people who own this place, who is my, you're, the CEO of Home Depot is my neighbor in Atlanta, okay? So you won't, you don't have to give me a name. I'll figure it out. This is wrong, and people should not be treated this way. And if you got a policy, and you reflect the policy of this place, then the policy should be consistent with everybody that works here, okay? You don't care, right? The kind of flex that is happening when you say, I don't actually need your name because I live next door to your boss. Like the actual owner of this whole thing. (laughs) Hilarious. But the other part of it, and I know this isn't what this whole uh, clip is about, but you know, Tyrese sounds really healthy. (laughs) Right? Tyrese sounds really healthy. He sounds like he's, you know, doing, doing well. And like he's in a you know, calm place. So that was positive to hear. It sucks that we're hearing it in the context of this situation. I just think it's a lot of BS. And uh, if you have to do all of this conversing and all this back and forth, he's right. If if you made a mistake, you made the mistake, but you're standing on it because you feel like you don't have to apologize to me. And what is the reason why that is? And, you know, it may be a racial thing. It may be an ego thing. Either way, don't nobody got time for it. We need to get these things and go. These are craftsmen and they got crafts to man. All right. But I'm going to be looking out for because that that is my Home Depot and I'd be up at Home Depot, y'all. I know the aisles. Okay. I know the aisles. I got to go there. I got to go there soon because I got to I got to hang up a shelf and I need some I need some drywall mounts. (laughs) So there's that. Well, what do you think? Have you had any racist experiences in the store recently? I mean, I feel like it's just a dime a dozen at this point. So hit me up, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. He didn't sound like no baby boy when he was telling her he gonna call her boss. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pick up the phone. You heard from us. You can always hit my line. Now, we want to hear from you. Hello. What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's combo. Get it off your chest. 855-262. What's up with it? 855 Amanda 8. Talk to us. Oh, sexy. Jeremiah Bible is not with us today, but we're still going to keep these phone lines open. Now, we've talked about a lot. We want to know what's on your mind. You know, you can always hit me up. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 All right. We got a caller. Hit me up. What's up? What's going on? Talk to me. Hello, Amanda Seal. How you doing? I always listen to your show. I was just calling. My name is Keith. I was just calling just to say that, um, you know, it's a lot of problems dealing with the black man that's also refrained from incarceration and refrained from drugs and all that. To this day, just because you don't, you're not in jail no more or you don't use drugs anymore, you still have these effects on your on your mental so I was just bringing this up to, it's not being, don't be ashamed to get help to talk. Yes. Because that's what we as black men need. Thank you very much. And um, I come from New York City, um, but no, I'm living no in kidding. the Jer- South Jersey area now. Um, I have 10 years clean. Um, all right now. Yeah, that's that's all I want to say and, and have a good day. Shout out to that brother. 10 years clean. 10 years. That's a long time. He said, I'm from New York. No kidding. You heard that accent? I love to hear that. And I love to hear brothers encouraging others. You know, I think it's just a consistent stigma of like, why do I need to talk to somebody? I got this. No, you don't. None of us have this. This? We don't even know what this is. We're just trying to make it through. And sometimes you need some help. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you maybe just need a nap. But the reality is that you have to know yourself and you have to listen and understand that there's going to be tools that you don't necessarily have. And even if you have the tools, sometimes you're not in the right place to really wield them. So shout out to that brother for calling and giving us encouragement and congrats to him on 10 years sober. That's what it is. We got another caller. What's up? Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jim, I like the Bible. This is uh, Angel from Long Beach, California. Uh, so you were talking about therapy and I agree. It definitely works. It's something that could definitely work for me eventually someday when I can actually find a therapist that fits. One of the biggest issues that I'm finding and one of the biggest things I talk about when I did try to go to therapy was access to therapy, even though I have insurance, even though I went through the programs, better help, so on and so forth. Vast majority of them are too expensive. My insurance doesn't mm-hmm. cover them. And if they mm-hmm. do, they don't have a appointment for months and months at a time which makes it very difficult to have any sort of consistency with going to therapy. That being said, it's also harder just to find someone who kind of gets the struggle and can not necessarily relate, but at least have empathy for issues that a BIPOC person might have. 
I am a Latino and honestly going to these white therapists, not for me, they, they don't get it. But either way, still gonna try it and hopefully one day I will find that right person to guide me through my mental health. Thanks for listening. So I want to give a suggestion, y'all. Um, you know, there is, of course, the idea that therapy specifically has to be delivered by a clinician, but there are other spaces, you know, where you can get that therapeutic uh, exchange. You know, there are Reiki healers. Uh, there are, quote unquote, there is life coaches. Um, you know, there are people that are within the mental health space that may be a bit more accessible and that also may be a bit, a bit more your speed. I just had a new uh, session with a new therapist the other day. And to be honest, y'all, I, I wasn't really feeling it. And now I got to write an email about how I wasn't feeling it because I need to be honest with myself and true to myself that this wasn't going to work for me. And um, there was a part of me that wanted to stick with it just because I'm like, no, you need a therapist. It's like, no, but you need the right one. You need the right one. So I hear you, baby, and I understand. And the frustration can definitely mount, but just take your time. And also, you know, broaden your, uh, your widen your net, as they say. And maybe in the interim, you can find somebody that is maybe not a clinician, but in another field. Again, I've had great luck with Reiki healers. So something to look up. And maybe it may seem like some woo-woo mess to you, but I'm telling you... There's there's folks. There's folks out here. All right. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk about voting. Okay. I'm going to tell you what's going on in Mississippi. They got a lifetime voting ban on felons. I'm going to tell you what's going on with that. Also, what's going on with Lizzo. More charges. Plus, we got the big up, let down. Both going to Dwayne Wade. All that and more is coming up next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it live. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Uh, Jeremiah Bible is not joining us today, but it's all good. He is here in spirit. Now, happy birthday if you're celebrating your birthday today. We got a uh, birthday shouts going out to Marcine Martin, Halle Berry, Magic Johnson. I got to watch Winning Time. It's back on HBO. I'm going to keep calling it HBO, by the way. I refuse to call it Max. All right. Well, what do we have coming up this hour is Black Your News. All right. So, y'all, Lizzo, it looks like they got more charges on my girl. They got more charges. We want to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about what's going on with the lifetime voting ban for felons in Mississippi in the SIP. Plus, we got the big up let down. Both going to my homeboy, Dwayne Wade. Or is he my homeboy? You got to stick around and find out. Now, I want to know what you think about the show, but I also want to know your things that you learned this week. Every Friday, I talk about the things that I've learned this week. And one of my favorite things is hearing from you guys about stuff that you have learned this week. So don't be shy. Pick up that phone. If you learned a new word, you learned a new fact. You know what I'm saying? You got some trivia. Maybe you got a life hack. Talk to us. 1-855-AMANDA-SEALS. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. If you miss any of the show, remember you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. We had presidential hopeful Marianne Williamson on the show. And uh, let's just say it was a spirited conversation. So check it out wherever you get your podcast. You can see the visuals on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. show y'all i'm amanda seal jam my bible is chilling somewhere on a beach and it is time for black Year news 
All right. Y'all, I never thought I'd have good news from the space of justice in Mississippi, but a federal court has overturned Mississippi's lifetime voting ban for people with certain felonies. This past Friday, a federal appeals court ruled that Mississippi's lifetime ban on voting for people convicted of a range of felonies is not only cruel, but it is unusual punishment that violates the Eighth Amendment and is at odds with society's evolving standards of decency. So this ruling will restore the voting rights of tens of thousands of residents in Mississippi, and it could have implications in 14 other states that confer lifetime bans on voting for at least some crimes. Two of those states, Virginia and Kentucky, have blanket lifetime voting bans, much like Mississippi, although governors in both states are restoring voting rights to many people via executive orders. So I know some people might be wondering, like, well, why has this been the case? Like, how did this even come into come into play? Well, we all know that there has been so much effort made to keep black folks not voting. Like, that's not like some new thing, right? There's definitely been that effort. The voter suppression has been rampant. But we also know that at the end of slavery, they literally kept the clauses of slavery within the Constitution, within the language of the 13th Amendment, which says that basically you can have all your rights restored after slavery unless you're a prisoner. So if you're a prisoner, we can still stop you from voting. If you're a prisoner, we can still stop you uh, from uh, getting wages for your work. If you're a prisoner, we can basically prevent you from moving forward in your life. So they have managed to implement that in society in real ways. This is also going to be interesting for Mississippi because we know that there has been some real like loud efforts of racism in Mississippi as it goes down in the justice space, right? We know that there's a Jackson, Mississippi, where they created their own like jurisdiction of a predominantly white people that are actually, it, the, even though they have their own jurisdiction, they'll still have power over a predominantly black uh, jurisdiction that actually has a black mayor. You know, there's also just the consistent effort of Mississippi to be suppressive with the black vote, as we know that Alabama does the same thing. So this is going to be interesting because we also need to know this. Just because people are getting their vote back doesn't mean they're going to use it. And that's what I want to see. Y'all getting the opportunity to vote Use that opportunity. Mississippi has consistently been under the weight of white supremacy, not because there's more white people there, but because there's more white people being there's more white people being active about how they show up in the civics and active with their money. And so it's time. I hope that Mississippi really is like, okay, you know what? We're going to take this and run because it's going to be a real showdown and it really needs to be at the polls first and foremost, before we go to the next step. And you know, sometimes the next step got to go down, but we don't need to go there yet until we first make sure that we go there and we do what we're supposed to do. And if they try and play with it, well, then that's a different story. All right. So, uh, you know, congrats to everybody who's going to get their voting rights back. You know, Tennessee, Tennessee is the state that has the highest number of disenfranchised black voters. Like because of all their different laws like this, they actually have suppressed the black vote like substantially in their state by nature of creating laws like this. They also have like a poll tax where even if you are given the right to vote back, you have to pay a tax like $160 to even get to the right to vote. Ooh, the efforts, the efforts. Again, I will remind you, if your vote didn't matter... They wouldn't work so hard to keep you from doing it. Okay? Think about it. Think about it. All right. When I get back, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts on the... Well, do you think felons should have the right to vote? one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Should felons have the right to vote? I want to know why. And I want you to be loud. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Lizzo and those new charges, plus the Big Up Let Down. It's all here on the Amanda Seal Show. 
Shout out to the homie Jeremiah the Bible got the day off, but I'm here filling in doing the god dang thing. Okay, let's 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 get into this. Okay, so Lizzo. Lizzo's facing new allegations from at least six more accusers, y'all. Amid the harassment lawsuit. According to a lawyer representing the three original dancers that filed the suit against Lizzo for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment, she is now facing new allegations from at least six accusers who all have similar stories. They said they toured with Lizzo. They worked with her on her Amazon Studios reality show, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. And the attorney says that Noel, Crystal, and Ariana, those are the names of the uh, women who are bravely speaking out, apparently. Uh, she said, okay, actually, correction. The attorney said, Noel, Crystal, and Ariana have bravely spoken out and shared their experiences. And this has opened the door for others to feel empowered to do the same. Some of the claims we are reviewing involve allegations of a sexually charged environment and failure to pay employees. Now, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it up. It's the failure to play employees that be pushing things over to this direction. Okay. The failure to pay employees. Now that, that can't go down. That can't, that can't go down. Lizzo, whose real name is Melissa Jefferson, previously issued a statement on the lawsuit against her, calling the allegations outrageous and sensationalized. Now I will say this, when you actually read the language in the lawsuit, it is absolutely being sensationalized by the media. Uh, But when more, when more accusations come out, you know, does it, it just makes you feel like, okay, is there some truth to this? And what is the truth to this? And how does this all add up? And, you know, can everybody be lying? Like, can it be a plot? Like, I don't know. Now I will say when all of this type of, you know, ganging up and a bunch of people coming out was the situation with Bill Cosby, everybody, okay, maybe not everybody, but there was a lot of people who were like, it's a controversy. It's a conspiracy. They just trying to take a black man down. I don't know about y'all, but I, I haven't heard anybody coming to Lizzo's defense in the same way. Is it? Is it me? Is it me? Because I definitely haven't heard any men. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to say being in the role of leadership is very difficult. I mean, I don't know. At this point, I feel like the term toxic environment is a very, 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 very broad statement. So there has to be considerable invest- considerable investigation to really get to the bottom of like, what does that entail, right? And what is the scenarios that are being discussed? How are they being presented? How are they being received? All of these things are very important because a lot of this is subjective, okay? A lot of it is subjective. So hopefully... You know, everything is going to be combed through with a fine tooth flute. <laughs> and, uh, and and we hope that everyone walks away peaceful and happy. That's what we hope. And careers get to continue. If the case is, you know, truly about harm, then we hope that, you know, the person who is pre- committing the harm, we hope that they are, um, you know, they are provided with consequences and that they are provided with the necessary resources to no longer pre- commit that harm. That's what we're hoping here at the Amanda Seal Show. What do you all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Now coming up next, we have the big up let down Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. He's getting both of them. I'm gonna tell you why. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for your Big Up, Big Up. So today goes to D Wade, who at 41 years old has become the first Miami Heat draft pick enshrined into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. He was inducted by 76ers legend and one of the finest basketball players to ever touch the court, Allen Iverson. Take a listen. So even though I hated being called Little Dwayne, I admired you as a kid. I admire you now. We had the same exact dream, and we carry the same exact name, Dwayne Tyrone Wade. To know we hustle all the way to the Basketball Hall of Fame is God's will. So Pops, I know your knees are a little sore, but will you join me on stage as we take our rightful step into basketball heaven. We in the Hall of Fame, dog. How sweet is that? I know y'all thought that was Allen Iverson speaking at first, but it wasn't. It was D-Wade. He was talking about his dad, you know, and I think it's really great that he got to share this moment with his father. You know, they worked on, they worked to get to this point. They got the same name, like he said. I can't imagine the feeling of accomplishment that must really be taking place when you are inducted into the Hall of Fame for something that you really gave your whole life to. Uh, there's so many folks that really will give their whole life to that sport and it won't be given that accolade. You know, they they, they got a little pension when they got out, though. They got a little pension. They got a little arthritis. They got a little, little bit of that. But it was really dope um, just to see D-Wade, you know, getting his... Because uh, they have, like, the jackets, you know? So it's like a it's like a brown kind of orangish jacket and the ring. And I, I, I've often wondered, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, I wasn't really watching basketball that much when D-Wade was playing. So I know D-Wade more so just because of Gabby, because of Gabrielle Union. So I know D-Wade more on just like a casual, like chit-chatting kind of level. And I definitely had to ask my ex, like, hey, uh, was D-Wade like one of the nicest? And it was like, yes, yes, he was. And now we see for sure he was. He's in the Hall of Fame. So big up to D-Wade. That is a huge accomplishment. Nothing to shake a stick at. Now today's letdown also goes to D-Wade because y'all, they had a whole party. Okay. They had a whole party for this Hall of Fame induction. Your girl was not at the party. I was not invited to the party. Y'all, I just was with them the other day in Napa. (laughs) I was with them the other day. Me and D had a whole long conversation, everything. They didn't think of your girl when it was time to go to the party, y'all. I was like, dang. I don't really be caring about parties like that. But what I like about them is that their parties are usually like fun. You know, you see D-Wade and Gabby, they always be dancing. They're giving you fashion. You know, they're also going to have a cool set of people around. It's not going to be some bouginess. You know, they had Allen Iverson in there doing choreo. It was a mood. It was a time. So the letdown is that your girl didn't, you know, hurt him. But my invitation must have got lost in spam or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. Well, anyway, shout out to the family, the whole Wade family. Shout out to Gabby for sticking. She she stuck by him, y'all. She stuck by him. 
And she was there at the ceremony and got thanked in the speech and everything. The kids looked great, too. That's your Big Up Let Down. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Uh, we got Jeremiah, like the Bible, off on Mars today. Yeah, hanging out on the red planet. <laughs> no, but Jeremiah is not here today, so i just been making up where he's been at all day long. So stick around if you find out some other locations where Jeremiah can be found. When we get back, uh, we got more stuff for you. But first, I want to talk to y'all. So hit me up on the phone, 1855 8 That's 1855 What's on your mind? Who's this? Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah, I like the Bible. This is Anthony. I wanted to comment on Neil's apology. It wasn't even an apology. I I mean, Jeremiah read the part that was the apology, but then he kind of like messed it up when he went back to saying his intention wasn't to offend, but he was only talking about what he do with his kids and nobody could tell him how to raise his kids and he still wouldn't let his kids make a life-changing decision. So he didn't really learn anything, like you said. It wasn't even that much time for him to reflect. He didn't learn anything. He didn't change his opinion. He just put out a statement to try to put out the fire right away. But they were chewing him up in the comments. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Have a good day, y'all. Turn him up in the comments. I mean, listen. (sighs) Folks, I'm coming to the realization that folks are just going to be ignorant. They're going to live in their ignorance. Like, they're going to stand on their ignorance. That's not going to stop you, though, from saying what you need to say. Because even if they didn't hear it now, they might hear it later. It might, it may just trickle in later and they'd be like, oh, remember when? So you got to say your piece. Now, I will say this. Y'all be thinking that those comments, like, I'm going to tell you and you're going to care. A lot of times that's not the case because sometimes y'all is on an island of ignorance by yourself in my comments, leaving a dissertation of foolery, thinking that you're going to change my mind about something that I have been very clear about in my stance. This, though, is not about stance, okay? This, to me, is more just about ignorance. And it's unfortunate that he doubled down, that he gonna do what he wanna do because it makes you sad because if that is a child that does, uh, you know, experience a desire to, you know, uh, dress a different way or identify as a different gender, you want their parent to be welcoming and receptive to that. And when they tell the world that that's not what they're about, it only makes it harder for that child to be able to live their truth. So I hope for his children's sake that that is not their story. Uh, let's take another, let's take another call. What's up? What's up? What's I guess up? the statement that I want to make is more about, um, there was a comment that Neo made about the transgender okay. or the kids or, or those type of things. I think mm-hmm. my issue is not with a five-year-old saying they want, you know, they don't feel like a girl. So then let them feel like a boy. But it's more in what society is telling everybody what a girl should be. I think if we allow kids to be able to experience what they are, there's not a need to be able to to have to say that, oh, I need to change this. We are all a being that is sexual and it's not one way or another. This whole Mm -hmm. gender stuff is a lot of it is, well, if you're a girl, you're supposed to like Barbie. If you're a boy, you're supposed to like trucks. That is where Mm -hmm. a lot of these problems stem from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not from Mm -hmm. allowing your child to explore. They can explore. Mm -hmm. You can be a girl who likes to wear pants. You can be a boy who likes to wear dresses. Just because you're a boy that likes Mm -hmm. to wear dresses doesn't mean that you're supposed to be a girl. And I think the problems are rooted deeper than that. 
So it's more on what our society is doing to reinforce these backwards stereotypes on what a girl is supposed to be and what a boy is supposed to be. I think if we I tackle agree. that problem, which is what it is, then some of these other issues don't become an issue. I agree. I think it's very reductive and myopic. And I think that we were pushing those boundaries, but then as those boundaries were pushed and we saw people getting the opportunity to be their full selves, they were like, whoa, now nah, bring the boundary back, bring the boundary back. Y'all pushing too much. Y'all bring the boundary back. Hey, 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 that boundary, bring it back over here. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that we as a society don't, I don't think that there really even is as much of a push as there once was about this like, oh, a girl has to wear a skirt and a girl has to wear her hair this way, et cetera. It started to become this as we started to see trans people and gay people start living their full existence as we started to see more of a freeness about gender identity. There started to be a fear that things are going too far. And now we come back to these very rigid ideas that are rooted in patriarchy and not in any real reality. We are a spectrum of human beings. There are so many infinite nuances between the 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 far left and far binary or the far male, and I mean, sorry, the far man and far woman binary that to try and limit it to simply just like how people are dressed or what toys they play with is really bonkers. When, and so I agree with the caller. Let me know what you all think. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-262. 6328. Do you agree with our caller? Because I do. Uh, but if you don't, I want to hear from you. All right. Now, next up, we're going to get moved some, we're going to give some updates on the Montgomery Brawl. <laughs> and we're on Indictment Watch this week. That's right. Indictment Watch is going down. Your man's the orange, pasty face former president. Yeah. It could be happening in the Georgia. In the, 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 the Georgia. So we're going to get into it. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals here. Jeremiah is out today. Happy Monday. It is Monday, August 14th, 2023. This is my god sister's birthday. Shout out to Renee. You know, we, we, we celebrated hip hop all weekend long. It was the 50th anniversary. There was an amazing concert that happened at Yankee Stadium that I hope they made a documentary about because I didn't get to go. Uh, but I want to shout out my god sister Renee because she is really the one who is responsible for introducing me to hip hop. And I talked about her recently because I had said happy birthday to her on August 2nd. And I don't know why I said that because I knew that wasn't her damn birthday. (laughs) But for some reason, I was having a brain fart. I've been going through a lot lately. Uh, But nonetheless, happy birthday again to Renee. And I will thank her forever and a day for introducing me to hip hop and for really like showing me the cultural way. Because, you know, honey had 5411s when it was time to have 5411s. You feel me? All right. Now, just a little uh, throwback. It was on this day back in 1876 that the HBCU Prayer View A&M was founded in PV, Texas. All right. So shout out to PV. The university was first known as Alta Vista Agricultural and Mechanical College of Texas. Say that 10 times fast for colored youth. The Alta Vista Agricultural and Mechanical College of Texas for colored youth. Ciao. Well, we ain't saying colored no more, but we are definitely down that we love the fact that Prairie View is still in the mix. All right. Jeremiah is not here, so I'm going to tell you what we got coming up this hour. On Blackberry News, we got to talk about Trump's upcoming indictment. 
Yes, y'all. Fannie Willis is expected to seek over 12 indictments this week down in GA, and she is not playing. She said, my Negroes, F what you say, ain't no more play in GA. <laughs> okay. I also want to tell you about small doses. You know, my podcast this week, we had uh, Marianne Williamson, who is a quote unquote presidential quote hopeful. I say quote unquote, because after the interview, I'm like, you ain't really serious about this, but we're going to get into it. We're going to give you all a little clip of that. So you maybe you can go check it out after and tell me what you think. All right. We also got an update on the Montgomery brawl, the fade in the water. <laughs> the Alabama Sweet Tea Party. All right. Stay connected with us 24 7 on socials at Seal Set It. Give us a call, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. And remember that if you haven't checked out inamandawetrust.com, then you have not seen the trailer for my new political comedy documentary dropping this Friday, completely independently produced by yours truly. I'm trying to do my best to use this art to excite y'all about government civics and all these things that we need to get back in the mix of. We want to really be agents for our own change. But it's also funny, okay? So go check it out. Don't You know what? Don't take my word for it. Go check it out. InAmandaWeTrust.com. Watch the trailer. If you like what you see, drop your name in the email so that when it drops, you'll be the first to know. We'll be right back. Time to listen, laugh, and learn at the end. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a seal show. Monday. You know, I love a Monday because Monday is like fresh. It's like the fresh opportunity for good news. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's your girl Amanda Seals here. And this is the Amanda Seals show. And your boy Trump this Monday meant it's bad news coming down. All right. All right. Let me tell you, we are beginning this week on indictment watch. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Actually, you know what? Let me do this so I can really give you all the drama. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is expected to seek more than a dozen indictments this week when she presents her case to a grand jury regarding efforts by former President Orange Pasteface himself, Donald Trump, and his allies to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. Oh, yes, y'all. They got tape. Okay. So this is the thing. So basically, Jeremiah, Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump came out like, oh, there was a, there was a fraud. We got to turn over this election. We got to, we got to, we got to, we got to go back in. We saw that they took suitcases full of ballots out from under a table after the counting was done. And so that's our proof that we need to get this thing rechecked. Okay. So what really happened though, is that they saw a full video, but they only took a snippet of it and tried to use that snippet as grounds for making Georgia have to reopen the election. But the reality was what happened was that they had closed the polls or they thought that they were done. They closed the polls and they, the counters thought they were done counting and they would come back tomorrow. So they put the ballots in the lockbox and put the lockbox under the table where they're stored. 
Then the person who was in charge said, actually, no, we're going to keep on counting. So then they went and got them back out from under the table, opened them back up and started counting again. So this was a thing that was completely legal, completely regular, but because they were trying to make a grounds for why there should be some type of election overturn, they completely fabricated the truth, even though they had the truth. When I say they, I mean, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Donald Trump and his, uh, his, uh, his other lawyer. Now here's the T though. What's going on in Michigan right now is that in Michigan, there are folks who have been indicted by Michigan's government for also playing a part in the trying to overturn the 2020 election in nefarious ways. And in this case, there were people who literally tricked staffers into giving them their voting machines, took the voting machines to hotel rooms and like played with the voting machines to try and see like if there's some type of error going on with the voting machines and then brought them back. Y'all, that is not okay. It was done under nefarious means. They absolutely were not being honest about why they needed the voting machines. And so therefore it is not legal. Well, guess what? Five out of this, I think 12 people that were involved in that in Michigan, five of those people were also doing the same thing in Georgia. Yes. So they haven't been charged in Michigan, but Fanny about to come down. I'm telling you, she about to come down like H-Town, but over in Houston. So this is this is going to be the doozy. I think it's, it's either 12 or nine of them, nine of them. But the reality is they went around Michigan to three different counties. They were able to get clerks to hand over five machines and they did the same thing here in Georgia. And we're about to hear all about it. OK, what do you guys think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. The truth is coming out, y'all. It's coming to light. And I'm very curious what's going to happen with it. But I think it's. It's no small feat that we are seeing all of this being exposed and it's not in any like nuanced kinds of ways. This is in no uncertain terms, an absolute defraud of democracy. And we have to make sure that as a people, we don't turn our way, uh, turn, a, turn a blind eye to it. I've been seeing a lot of folks try to act like y'all don't understand Biden did worse. Until you can show me what Biden did worse, I don't know what you're talking about. Until you can show me Biden trying to overturn an election, don't miss me. Miss me with it. I'm not saying he's a great, perfect man, but he ain't trying to do no weirdness like that. She. Yeah, I'm Amanda Seals. Hit me up, 1855 Amanda8, okay? When we get back, we're going to talk about who's getting charged in the Montgomery Brawl. Reggie Ray, the man with the chair, y'all. He might be going down. It's coming up next. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, everybody, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Jeremiah is not here, so I am flying solo, and I got to fill y'all in on this Black Eared News. Bah. Okay, so we know Montgomery Brawl. Montgomery Brawl has been one of the greatest moments in recent Black history, <laughs> okay? Uh, a brother did a painting of the Montgomery Brawl, Brawl, and I was like, how much is the original? He said 20000 y'all. <laughs> I ain't have it for him. I ain't have it for him. But I really wish I did because it was like, dang, I really want to own a piece of art that represents this time because I did buy an original piece of the uh, the crate challenge. So this is kind of like my thing now. It's like I want to have like original pieces of our like recent like just black moments, great or bad, because crate challenge was definitely a bad, but still uniquely black moment. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get a print. So Reggie Ray. The man with the chair in the Montgomery Brawl video. Now, y'all know this chair has on, has taken... They need to really indict the chair. Because the chair has taken on a life of its own, okay? If it's not going to get indicted, at least needs to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Because the chair is the star. Okay, y'all? It's a star. I stopped wearing my Grenada necklace. Maybe I need to get me a chair charm. 
Because that's how we want to do on these people. Okay. These people who are messing with me right now, I want to take the chair to them more literally, more figuratively than literally, but you know. So, anyways, the Montgomery Police Department announced Friday that Reggie Ray turned himself in. He's been charged with disorderly conduct and is being held in the municipal jail. He is the fifth person arrested for the brawl. Now, the other four arrested include three white men and one white woman. Alan Todd, Marie Todd, which, by the way, like it feels like they were like passing the thread to uh, the woman who, who sewed the American flag. I can't remember her name right now, but I actually don't care. Once upon a time, I would have it's Betsy Ross. Dang, dang. I was annoyed that I had that in me, right? Because that means that like the the, the history that they that they taught me that meant nothing is like still in here and I'm still learning the history that means something. Anywho, so uh, Alan Todd, Mary Todd, Richard Roberts, and Zachary Shipman, they turned themselves in last Wednesday. They're each charged with one count of third degree assault. Uh, Reggie Ray is the only black person arrested and charged. Now, listen, I know some people are like, well, why is he even arrested? I think it's because he had a chair, yeah. He wasn't fist to cuffing, okay? He was uh, chair to cuffing. <laughs> Hey, he wasn't fist cup and he was folding chairin, chairin, and that made it a weapon. And I think also, if we're going to keep it, keep it real, like they had to find somebody, they had to arrest somebody black. It's Alabama. They're not going to let a bunch of white people get arrested and not find somebody black to put something on. Now he does have a charge that to me is lesser than the others. If, if to my knowledge is a disorderly conduct charge. So it may just be a misdemeanor and it may be something that he can just pay a fine. But at the end of the day, I, I'm pretty sure he don't mind. Because when you pick up a chair and start hitting folks, you know, you cut out. Okay? <laughs> you cut a certain way. So I don't think that if 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 I if, if if I'm talking to Reggie, I would be surprised if he was like, man, I can't believe him in here. He's probably like, yeah, that's right. You know what it is. I knew what I was doing. I knew what the consequences was. And here I am living out those consequences. Martin sat in the jail. I'm going to sit in the jail. And I'm going to be like right there with him. That's right, Reggie. We should all be outside with folding chairs. Instead of clapping, we just open the chairs and close them. Okay? When he's in court, maybe everybody don't go inside. We just sit outside and fold the chairs in our own our own pews, our own court. How about that? <laughs> okay. Anywho, that's enough of that. Uh, we got more when we get back to the show. Uh, we're going to talk about my latest episode of Small Doses Podcast. Side effects of running for president next to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals here. Flying solo. Jeremiah, like the Bible, is um, somewhere on a horse. That's what I heard last. Somewhere on a horse. So hopefully he'll gallivant in here and be on the show tomorrow. Now, in the meantime, in between time, it's time to tell y'all about the latest episode of the Small Doses Podcast. All right. Now, this week, I dropped the trailer for my new project in Amanda We Trust, where I went to D.C. and I explored the possibility of me running for office. So this week on Small Doses, we actually interviewed somebody who is running for office. Her name is Marianne Williams. She is a former, well, maybe not a former, but she's a guru. She wrote this incredibly uh, well-known book, a New York Times bestseller called A Return to Love. 
This is not her first time running for office, but it's her first time being interviewed by me. Here's what she had to say in a little clip. What do you feel is the president's role? There's been so much conversation in the past few years just about how I think a lot of people are reimagining what the actual role of the presidency is as people get a lot more aware of local politics, right? Of our senators and, you know, representatives and how they operate. What do you feel the president's role at this point is? You know, Franklin Roosevelt said that the primary job of the presidency is not administrative. He said the pr- the primary job of the president is moral leadership. The way I look at um, the U.S. government, Washington is filled with a lot of political car mechanics. And some of them are good political car mechanics. But that's not the problem. The problem is we're on the wrong road. We don't need another technician. Specifically, you hire technicians. They work for you and your administration and so forth. We need a visionary. We need somebody to remind people what our mission statement, what what does all men are created equal mean? You know, here's the thing. Um, I think that she's not completely wrong, but my frustration with this interview was that she spoke in so many rhetoric, like rhetoricals and these like really just kind of roundabout, circuitous sentences that felt just kind of like politicians, but maybe with a little bit more empathy, right? And I wanted to hear something a bit more solid more concrete. If you're going to have very different ideas about how this country is run, they can't just be ideas. There has to be practical implementations. And I didn't feel like she had any of that. But some people have said they felt I was rude to her in the interview. I don't feel like I was rude. I was direct. I think a lot of times when you have white folks who definitely aren't like operating on the same groundswork of groundswell of evil, they can possibly get taken down a road where they just think that they're super special because they're not evil. And it's like, okay, now don't get it twisted. I mean, I think it's it's great that you have um, progressive ideas. You know what I'm saying? I think it's great that you have like interesting thoughts and, uh, and, and, and that you actually look at black folks as human. Good for you. Pat on the back. But ultimately, like you writing a book on reparations in 1998 does not mean to me that you are somebody who's going to be able to get us reparations. 1998, baby, 1998, that was still flat chested. You know how long ago that was? I mean, not that I have much more now, but I got a handful. I got a handful. And she only had a handful of ideas. And that was really the problem. I wanted to hear something real more concrete and legitimate. And I didn't get it. So I would love to hear from you guys, though. What did you think? So make sure you check it out. Side effects of running for president with Marianne Williamson on YouTube. You can watch the episode at Amanda Seals TV and you can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. All right. When we get back, we got more show right here for you at the Amanda Seals show. So don't move. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Everybody, everybody, everybody. How y'all doing? Happy Monday. The Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, Chilling, flying solo today. Jeremiah, like the Bible, is off in the world doing something else other than being here. But I would rather be no other place listening to you all. So give me a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's actually go to the phone lines. What's on your mind? Hey, Amanda, what's going on? Love your show. This is Ra from Uptown. So I'm just thinking, this is random. And I remember you saying that you're cool with random and nerdy stuff or whatever. This is not really nerdy, but it's very random. So hip-hop celebrating its 50th anniversary, right? But didn't Dancehall kind of start the same, like, at least few years around the same time that hip-hop did? Mm. And why is no one celebrating Dancehall's, you know, 50th? If it's not the 50th yet, I understand that. Maybe it's a year behind or something like that. But I could have sworn it could have happened at the same time. So, like, I just, I don't know. I just really love dancehall. I have Caribbean lineage and all that good <laughs> stuff. But, yeah, like, I'm just tripping because, you know, I wish dancehall had more love. But that's all. I just call them to 
discuss that. <laughs> Love your show. All we good. Up, we up, we up. All right. We up. Thank you. No, you know what? Um, well, I think part of it is that dance hall is in Jamaica. You know, as I mean, it's a Jamaican thing. So I think, you know, the question is, are they doing that down in Jamaica? Uh, and if they are celebrating dance hall up in that, in the States, I feel like it would be more like in like localized, like locations where dance hall is really popping. Because I'm going to tell you, after you leave New York, you think like dance hall is really like, like a thing everywhere else. And it's not. In LA, you play dance hall at a party and people be looking at you like, when are you going to play the raps again? Like, stop, cut it out. Whereas like we know in New York, when you throw on the dance halls, when the party go up, Right when the whining go down, the party go up. But I think the other thing too is dance hall started a little later. Like chatting is something that happened um, during that era, and you know it was coming out of the political um, movements that were going down in Jamaica. And you know Jamaica was working to elect its for I want to say Jamaica was working to elect its first president, and so there was a lot of like reggae artists that were a part of you know these campaigns and I have like I literally have a record of um Cutty Ranks chatting uh at a rally for Michael Manley who ended up winning the prime ministership um and he's like chatting for like a good two minutes and two and a half minutes and he's like come on everybody with that Michael Manley (laughs) so but like chatting is really just reggae rapping you know, so I, and that's where dance hall, in my to my understanding, derived out of. So I think it may have been a little bit after. Nonetheless, we love black music. We love the expansion of black music, the diaspora of black music, and uh, so I don't think anyone is trying to diss dance hall. I think we're just trying to focus on this American creation that did involve, by the way, that did involve a lot of West Indians and folks from other uh, cultures, etc. But nonetheless, happened on the soil of the United States. Hip hop. All right, large up all Jamaica massive. <laughs> when we come back, <sighs> politicians are still saying the darndest things. We got six second headlines and your big up, let down. Coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Book up, book up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals rocking out solo dolo today. Jeremiah like the Bible is out. He is somewhere, you know, just walking through the sand dunes with violins playing, looking at the stars, just asking himself like, where am I going and what am I doing? And so, you know what? I said, you know what? You should do that. And then come back to the show tomorrow. So you get to see Jeremiah and hear Jeremiah when he's back tomorrow. Now today, uh, I got to tell y'all, it's time for the word of the day. And you know, every Friday, we test Jeremiah and Supreme on the word of the day. So I don't know. He's going to have to do some research. The word is aggrandize. Do y'all know what the word aggrandize means? Aggrandize. I know what the word aggrandize means. Aggrandize means to make something bigger, uh, to enhance its power, wealth, position, or reputation. So Donald Trump tried to aggrandize his power by fraudulently claiming that the 2020 election was stolen. And he has actually successfully done that amongst his constituency, I won't lie. 
I won't lie. Okay. Uh, coming up this hour, we got politicians say the darndest thing. We're going to talk about Representative Matt Getz. Speaking of Donald Trump, he said some wildness standing next to Donald Trump that makes me look at these people just like, wow, they really, they really don't think anything can happen to them. And they're probably right. But hopefully they will, we will be proven wrong. Hopefully. We got six second headlines. So we got the big up, let down. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. All you got to do is uh, check out the Amanda Seal Show. And you can also check out my latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, by just going to the same place. And you can check out my new trailer for my comedy, political comedy documentary dropping on Friday. It's called In Amanda We Trust. All you got to do is go to inamandawetrust.com. Check out the trailer. I hope you like it. I'm very proud of it. I'm also just very proud of the way y'all been responding. I, I mean, I only right now know the, the way the internet has been responding. And it's been really, really just like, oh my gosh, like fulfilling my whole soul and spirit by the way that folks are like really rocking with this. So uh, let's keep that good time going and make sure you hit me up when 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. want to remind you that we have... Uh, sorry, I want to remind you that we have um, on our Friday show, Things I Learned This Week. And I want to hear the things that you have learned this week. So I'm just saying, hit me up. All right? We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. What's cracking, y'all? Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Flying solo today. Jeremiah Like the Bible is out. But we are still going to share with you all... Politicians say the darndest things. <sighs> Ciao. All right. So Matt gets this, uh, this chop, by the way, Matt gets is a state. He is a representative in Congress, but nonetheless, he was actually like being faced with charges of, uh, sexual misconduct and possibly like child porn. And it got like, like brushed under the rug because, of the election going to at the midterms a, a a Republican House, so just let's 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 never forget that. Okay, he's also in Florida. He's also a part of this whole uh, January sixth situation. So he was in Iowa with Trump. Trump was speaking to his supporters, and this is what Matt Getz had to say to Trump supporters. We are having a great time at the fair. We love standing with you, but we know that only through force do we make any change in a corrupt town like Washington, D.C. And so to all my friends here in Iowa, when you see them come for this man, know that they are coming for our movement and they are coming for all of us. And as hard as you see them work, I need you working 10 times harder, 100 times harder. We're going to win Iowa. We're going to launch the nomination. We're going to stay in the greatest country in the This man is standing next to a man who is currently being indicted for inciting an insurrection. Does this seem like the right language that should be happening? By the way, the man, Matt Getz, he's not off the hook. Jack Smith could absolutely eventually indict him. We don't know what Jack Smith got on these fools. These are dumb people. Okay, so I'm sure they was all up on their phone, all up on their two-way pagers, all up on their Blackberries, talking all the madness because they're like, we're not going to get caught. Who cares? I promise you they was out there in that mindset. So I don't think that he should be talking this crazy either. But nonetheless, they are riling up these people. They're using language that 1,000% is the same type of language that was being used on January 6th. They keep trying to act like January 6th was some, like, just casual, you know, romp through the, the, the Capitol building. People died on January 6th. People died after January 6th because of the PTSD they had from January 6th. People were harmed. 
Okay? Like, this was a very traumatic day by nature of these people. And here they are using the same language. They're not just saying the darndest things. They're saying dangerous things. And I'm, see, I'm just saying, the they want, y'all, they want, a, like, they want a civil war. They do. Because I told you, Reconstruction, when it took place at the end of the Civil War, it was about bringing the country to equality only because the Union won. Ultimately, though, it was because there was scorched earth and the scorched earth allowed for there to be a playing field for a new vision of America. So their minds, it's like, oh, if we get another civil war, but we actually win, then we are the ones who are going to dictate the direction of America. That's what they want. That's why they're arming three-year-olds with JR-15s. If you want to know that, if you want to hear more about that story, make sure you listen to the podcast I talked about it in the first hour. This is not by like coincidence what you're seeing is all a series of moves made on a chessboard to push because it's a multi-pronged approach just like there's a multi-pronged approach to revolution there's a multi-pronged approach to de-evolution okay education they're gonna dumb it down ammunition they're gonna elevate it up degradation they're gonna empower folks to be able to do that to other people to make themselves feel better that's what this, that's what's happening. So I want us to be conscious of it because we should be countering that on our own. That's what we need to be doing the opposite of and louder and better and more efficiently in our own spaces. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855 That was 60 seconds. We got 60 second headlines. Sorry when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Plus, we got a big up let down. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. How's everybody doing out there? I am Amanda Seals. I had to do the show all by myself today because Jeremiah the Bible was off somewhere riding a unicorn. I don't know, but we're going to find out tomorrow where he was, all right? Thank y'all for listening to the show. We covered so many stories. Like, we talked about a gun manufacturer that's creating a JR-15. Yeah, JR is in junior AR-15 for toddlers. And no, it is not a water gun. It's a real gun. We also talk about Tyrese, who is suing Home Depot for a million dollars for discrimination. Also, Lizzo is facing more accusations. We don't know for how much money, but apparently more people came out saying that she had a like sexually explicit work environment and that they didn't get paid. I, I, I think that last part is the real thing. Mississippi has a lifetime voting ban on people with certain felonies, and it has been overturned. So this is going to bring thousands of people back to the polls have if they use their actual rights. Or also if those rights aren't impeded because you know Mississippi like to play with folks. Um, but if you miss any of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast. I did, I released a trailer for my new comedy documentary, my new political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. And for those who have seen it, they know that basically the premise is that I... And exploring what it would be like if I ran for president. Is that something I really want to do? Why do I want to do it? And so I, I go through a couple of different spaces to find that out. Well, on my podcast, Small Doses, this week we actually sat down with somebody who really is running for president, Marianne Williamson. She sat down with us. I was not impressed. And I think that's enough for you to want to listen. <laughs> 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855 Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll have all your Blackbird news. We'll update you on Jonathan Major's case. Mm-hmm. Who's urging Justice Clarence Thomas to resign? Ah, plus, how black do you feel today? Also, Jamie Raskin in Congress looks like he's trying to come down on Trump's kids. Let's see how they're trying to mess with Hunter Biden, being like, oh, you gave your daddy money? Well, baby, we all know 
that Trump got money from them kids. So they, there's possibly going to be the Democrats going in the offense, and I can't wait to see it. We'd love to see it. We have all that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. We'll be right back tomorrow in the morning or the afternoon or wherever you are when you hear this episode. I'll see you then. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.